0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Good Line Podcast. I'm Aaron Salvato. And I am Brian Higgins. And we are here doing another mailbag episode. And once again, there are no bags in this room. No mail. No mail, no bags. No
1: no stamps were involved in the making of this episode.
0: We don't even have email. We, we We checked the email weeks ago and then copied and pasted the email into a Word document. But it's not fun to call this a Word document episode.
1: We can't say questions we compile. In a word processor That we prefer Episode that just doesn't That sounds terrible Doesn't ring the same way So
0: we're calling it a mailbag episode to mm-hmm. so d- deal with it um, Okay so um, this is a question sent in From somebody on Instagram Here's their question They say As a young Christian I want to follow Jesus But I am legitimately afraid Of being uncool Lame So lame how do we help this lame? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not lame for asking this question. This Yours is, is awesome. a very good question. Here's a great question.
1: I think this question needs a little bit of clarification, but we're the only ones with microphones right now. So we will do the clarifying. Um, one of the things I first thought when I looked at this question was what. Is meant by the fear of being uncool. Because Mm. where my mind went first is... No offense, Christians. But we don't necessarily present as the coolest people in the world. No. We just kind of don't. We're generally the Christian character (laughs) in the movie. Is the one who wants the music to be turned down and the party to end. Right. So... (laughs) I can imagine... um, Will Simpson references still work? Oh, yeah, Ned Flanders. That's who I was going with. Well,
0: hi, Diddly, holy there, neighborino.
1: That was the best outcome of me bringing up Ned Flanders. Stupid
0: Flanders.
1: (laughs) This is everything I've ever hoped for. Release the hounds. Why is
0: Burns there? I don't don't know. know. He's... He's cool because he he has hounds that he he, can release. He releases those hounds. No, I totally get what you mean. Uh, Christians don't generally present as cool. And I think the reality, too, is acknowledging that Christians are weird. Like, can Mm -hmm. we acknowledge that we are people who follow the teachings of a Jewish carpenter from thousands of years ago, and we believe... That God created the world and put two naked people in it, and they ate a piece of fruit that a talking snake told them to eat, and it doomed the world to destruction. Like that, none of that's cool. It's weird. Are you trying to talk people out of Christianity no, right now? No, I'm just saying it's bizarre. Like it if, is. if I was You're not, not wrong. A, if I was not a Christian, and someone was like, "Let me tell you the tale of the two nudists in the garden and the talking snake," <laughs> so it it makes me think about.
1: Um, So like when when a person like Bill Maher or Ricky Gervais, yeah, like two comedians who are pretty well known about the fact that they do not believe in institutionalized religion and find it skeptical. They're very skeptical. They find it generally a ridiculous proposition. Most of what they bring up, I can at least acknowledge as if you don't look at this through eyes of faith you're not entirely wrong. Right. This is strange. Right. There are a lot of interesting things that need to be considered when it comes to really right. believing the full proposition of Christianity. Right, And when you mix the apparent outlandishness, I guess I can call it, right. of Christianity with the fact that most Christians, I would say, in a... Valiant attempt to try to be in the world without being of the world go to such an extreme to avoid social norms and avoid. Give us an example of that. Um, The Christian. So the whole idea of God tube. We can't have YouTube. Yeah, we self-centered. You (laughs) exactly. We need God to. There are videos there made by (laughs) non-believers, and it's like, well, yeah, that's that's okay. (laughs) Like that to me is that's yeah. It comes from a genuinely good heart. I I don't want to just bash that person because I I don't want to add to this person's fear of being uncool. Because they're like, even the Christians don't like me. (laughs) Like. I don't want to put that on this person. Yeah. But um, thinking about good-hearted Christians who are trying to make sure that they are avoiding things that can cause potential temptation Yeah, sometimes can do it to an extreme where they completely don't look like members of the society that they're in. Right. And looking at who Jesus was, he was very Jewish. He was very first century. He yeah. was very, uh, he was a working member of that society. He yeah. didn't walk into Israel at that time and say, I'm not taking part in any segment of your society. Right. In fact, he did the exact opposite. He took part in nearly every segment of Jewish yeah, society he, at that he time,
0: went through the Jewish education and, and, he was a part of the community and he went he, to weddings and parties. Yeah, and, went to the synagogues and participated in the religious aspects of like that's crazy to come and basically be the one who's like, I'm blowing up the old religion and making this new thing. But he participated in the old religion. He he participated in the temple and the sacrifices and observing the Sabbath and all of this stuff. So um, yeah. So all of this is kind of to say if if the fear is I want to be.
1: A Jesus follower, but all of my examples show me that Jesus followers are these uncool people that just kind of hate society. I would push back on that idea and say that is not necessarily what it means to be a Jesus follower.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. And here would be my idea for you, the listener, and for anyone who deals with this, because I'm sure I know we have a lot of younger uh, listeners, high school, college students. And that is the struggle. It's like, oh, if I'm going to be a Christian, I know what culture says about Christians. Christians are lame. Christians are party poopers. Christians are sticks in the mud. Christians are holier than thou. Christians are judgmental. That's the common perception of Christians. So my challenge to you is first... Acknowledge how weird Christianity is, like I said. And we're thinking about actually doing a little podcast mini-series called Christianity is Weird, where we talk about the actual weirdness behind Just it. Just
1: acknowledging some of these things yeah. so that we can own them and right. like if, move if,
0: past them to a degree. Like my first idea for an episode of that would be um, baptism as seen through the eyes of someone who knows nothing about Christianity. It's like, wait, you go into your church room and your pastor dunks you underwater? Like what even? That That's a weird version of a pool party. Yeah, it's very strange. So mm-hmm. anyway... So you can look at it from this perspective, and if if your idea of Christianity is, I'm going to carry around my Bible and just go around and tell everyone, hey, what you're doing is wrong, you're sinning, you're, you're doing something bad, you should believe in God or he's going to send you to hell. If that's your idea of what Christianity is, then yeah, that actually is uncool. I would agree. But I would argue that there is a actual cool side of Christianity and it may not look cool in the sense of how modern music and movies and that kind of stuff looks cool. What you see on TV, but this is what I would say is cool about Christianity. When Christianity is done, right. It is about loving people unconditionally. It is about standing up for justice. It is about fighting for the oppressed. It is about rescuing people, from destruction it's about building a bridge between god and man actually i'm going to take that back scratch that jesus built that bridge with the cross it's about leading people to that bridge helping them to find a relationship with god who loves them some of the coolest people i know who are are, are christians like people who laid down their life to go as missionaries and and fight for what's right and stand up for the truth and love people even the people who are their enemies, even people who tried to kill them, I think that's very cool. I think that's very noble. I think that's very awesome. And um, and I think even, uh, you know, we've seen with high-profile people lately in the news, like Justin Bieber and, and Kanye, it's actually uh, possible to be a Christian and be cool in the sense of even the culture's eyes. So you don't have to listen to this and think that if I'm a Christian, I'm going to be uncool. It's kind of your choice. What kind of Christian do you want to be? Do you want to be one who just... You know, as a Bible thumper and just goes around telling everyone, like, well, this verse says you're wrong. Like, nobody thinks that's cool. I don't even think Jesus thinks that's cool. But if you're going around and you're trying to introduce people into the reality that God loves them, there's hope, there's a future, the kingdom of heaven is real, Jesus is king, all this stuff, I think that, yeah, I mean, some people might judge you, some people might reject you, but the people who hear your message and the people who are impacted by it and their lives are changed by it, they're going to think you're. Awesome, because Jesus is awesome.
1: So this is now where I would bring up the second part of this that I wanted to kind of touch on. With everything that you just shared, I completely agree. That is a very different picture than most people have of what a Jesus follower is. And I would then say in response to this question, being afraid of being uncool... If you're afraid of not being accepted for living out this particular picture of what it means to follow Jesus, to to love others, to promote justice, to extend mercy, to be a world changer in the sense that Jesus meant when it meant to be a world changer, if you're afraid of being uncool for those things, then you need to, I think, legitimately look in the mirror. And ask yourself, why do I care so much what people think of me? Because I get that we all long for acceptance, and, and I know I do this too. I'm definitely not saying this is somebody else's problem because I think in these same terms all the time. But if we know that what we're doing follows in line with what the God of the universe would have for us, then we should be a lot more comfortable With being made fun of a little bit or or seeming like we're slightly outside the norm.
0: If I'm being made fun of for the right things, I think I'm okay with that,
1: you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like if someone came up to you and they're like, wow, you're like so faithful in your marriage. Like, ew, what's (laughs) wrong with you? You'd be like, I'm okay. You're clearly the one who's <laughs> off right. for thinking that that is something that's going to rattle me or totally, something that's going to totally. make fun of me. Right, and totally. so hearing the the insults from people that don't share this same belief of. Man, you're just like too into that Jesus stuff. It's like, right. oh, so I you think that the problem in my life is that I'm too close to the God of the Universe. <laughs> right. <laughs> to me that's an amazing compliment. And hmm. and Christ even told us that if if we're going to follow after him, that means that the people who are against him are going to in part be against us. Right. And that's just part of what it means to follow
0: Jesus. Totally. Totally. Here, here's a story, practical illustration from my, my childhood, my youth. Um, <laughs> sounded very young there as you I said that. It was very young. Um, <clears throat> so when I was in high school, uh, I went to a private Christian school. Shout out to CCS, Calvary Christian School, um, in Vista. And one day when we were in high school, we were in the fellowship hall. <laughs> That's what we called our classroom. Welcome to the fellowship hall, where you learn and fellowship Um, Perfect. Perfect. Um, While we were there, our Bible teacher did not show up. And this is a bunch of 11th and 12th grade students, you know, probably about 40 of us in there. And our Bible teacher did not show up for work that day. I don't know what happened. He forgot or had a personal crisis. Forgot that work was a thing. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to say who it was, uh, but it was one of them. We had many. And he did not show up. And... We obviously acted like... Well, can you imagine how we acted as a bunch of high school students? What do you think our reaction was to our teacher not showing up?
1: Oh, you were probably just so brokenhearted that you (laughs) wouldn't be able to go over
0: last night's homework. No, it was (laughs) just a nonstop party. You know, paper airplanes and joking around and just hanging out. And it was like, all right, we got a free period. So that was very cool in the eyes of a high school student to not engage in Bible class. It was very cool. Well, then... One of the coolest guys I knew, Dan Challison, he decided to get up in front of the class and stand in front of all of us at the podium. And, you know, he was an upperclassman. My thought was, oh, Dan's about to do something cool. He's probably going to tell a really great joke or something. And uh, my thought was, um, yeah, Dan's going to get up and tell a great joke. But what Dan decides to do is he says, hey, guys, um... I know the teacher isn't here, but uh, I just want to share what God is doing in my life right now. Like, I just want to share what I've been reading in the scriptures. And uh, yeah, I just would love to share this with you guys. And no one asked him to do that. Like, no, like the teacher didn't text him like, Dan, I'm running late. Like, take control of the situation. Dan just got up. And this is an environment, you have to understand, a private Christian school where... Did you go to a private Christian school or were you a public school? Public school. So in a private Christian school, this is pretty universal across the board from what I've heard from private school kids and private Christian school kids, the less Christian you are in that environment, the more cool you are. The more Christian you are at the private Christian school, the more you're seen to be the nerd. Having pastored
1: at youth ministry in a church that had a private school, I can attest to that. Yeah,
0: totally. Even you as a youth pastor were like, this kid's lame. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he so believing? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, But yeah, so Dan gets up and he shares from his devotions. And it was crazy because the effect it had on all of us was we didn't make fun of him. We were like, this is awesome. And so all of a sudden Dan gets done sharing And now you have a bunch of young people getting up and one after another getting up and following his example and and sharing what god was showing them and that was for us as students an incredible moment because we were like no teacher made us do this no adult was forcing us to do this we're not getting graded on this we're just christians at this point we're just young christ followers And it was like this revolutionary thing that happened in our school um, that lasted for like a week. But for a week, it was awesome. And uh, I just say all that to say that it is possible to be cool as a Christian. If your heart is in the right place and you're standing up for Jesus, people are gonna take notice of that. And not everyone's gonna think it's cool, but some will. And the ones that do, it's gonna make a major impact on their life.
1: So can I ask you a quick question about that? Yeah. You, did you take part in
0: what was going on there? Um. I think I, I I actually don't remember if I got up and or at shared. least like were you invested I was very invested you were yeah. really
1: excited about what was going on
0: yeah but before I was very invested in goofing off like I wasn't <clears> sitting there you know I mean I was a pastor's son but I was definitely not like uh, the kind of pastor's son that was like I'm gonna tell dad like this is stupid <laughs> we're goofing off we should be studying Leviticus like I was partying just like everybody else in that yeah. moment um, but when Dan got up and stood up for the Lord in that context, I was all in. I was like, this is awesome. I love this. I want more of this. I want to see more of this. And
1: to me, that's what's so interesting in that story, because so many people probably want to do what Dan did, Mm -hmm. but they feel like I'm the only one in this room who would care about this. And that just might not be
0: true. Yeah. Sometimes people are just waiting for someone else to stand up for the Lord and it inspires... a a fire, you know, Mm -hmm. in people's hearts. So, so go be Dan, go be Dan. Hey, thanks once again for listening to another episode of the good line podcast. We hope this episode encouraged you. We hope it enriched you. We hope it made you think the good line podcast is a production of Calvary global network or CGN. Our heart is to produce Christ centered content that helps the body of Christ everywhere follow Jesus more deeply. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on iTunes. It seriously helps so much. And yeah, we'll catch you next time.